Welcome to The Run. This is WFHS Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Clayton Tillery, also with... Zach Tyler. Coach Scott Griffith. And uh, welcome back to the 2019 season. We're it's cross-country season, baby! race week. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, so this is where we cover everything WFHSXE cross-country. We're going to talk about a lot of different things on this show. We're going to highlight some of our runners... We're going to highlight some of our great families. We're going to talk about our races. Most importantly, we're going to keep you informed of what's going on and pass this link around to your relatives. Uh, Aunt Myrtle from West Virginia, as Coach Griffith likes to say, keep her informed of what's going on if she's going to come down and go to the Wingfoot uh, Atlanta Track Club Classic. We had that big follower last year from Japan, right? We did. So <laughs> shout out to whoever is in Japan. You're the first person to always download our podcast. So we're going to jump right in this week. We're going to talk about some ICUs. Zach, who you got, who's impressed you so far this season, and uh, you think he's got a lot of promise of what's going on. Yeah, so on the uh, on the guy side, uh, this guy's impressed me, um, you know, since I've been here coaching, and uh, that's Evan Costolano. That guy last year at the end of the season um, kind of was struggling with some stress fractures, and he has shown us that he is extremely patient, and he does those little things. And he did that over winter, track season, and summer. And after this summer, watching him come to the time trial, uh, that kid is fit now. So he, I'm excited to see what he does. He's definitely going to be doing some great things. He's, he's looking great. He's worked really hard. And uh, we're really proud of all his efforts. Um, team captain this year. Really excited about that. So uh, the next person you're going to talk about has got probably the coolest name on our team. Definitely, yeah. So the name speaks for itself. Last name Savage. Hannah Savage. Savage. <laughs> uh, this young lady, I mean, I'm telling you, like, we always like when kids come in and they're just they're just not afraid. And she is definitely not afraid to just get in the mix. And she's just has an amazing attitude, great personality, and she's not afraid to get out there and get it done. So she did come out of the time trial, our top freshman female. So good on you and just you're awesome. You know the cool thing she brings, Scott, and I know you talk about this all the time. A lot of really good energy to everything we do. Yeah, she's she's awesome, and I'm thrilled to have her around. And I've already told her I'm going to be having fun with that name the entire <laughs> season. You know, uh, it's my turn to talk about my ICU. So you talk about somebody who's brought some energy this year and worked really hard. Ashley Hannigan, we see what you're doing. You're committed. You're dedicated to our team. You put team first. You're working really hard. And I talk to people all the time about the greatest thing about cross country is um, you can be a little bit individualistic. The better you are as an individual, the better you make our team. And uh, all of us as coaches, we talked about it a lot. We see what you're doing. You've made great strides as an individual. And we're really excited about what you're going to do this fall. So. That's my first ICU. And she got the uh, Battlefield promotion to captain this week, too. So congratulations. Yes, uh, congratulations. Ashley Hennigan, uh, captain for 2019. Uh, Really proud of you. Great with what you're doing. I'm going to highlight a freshman right here, Aiden Portelli. The other day. Watch that name, Aiden Portelli. Yeah, you got to watch that name because we're on Wolverine Way, which is our back road into our campus, and we're running this tempo workout up and down these hills. And the coaches are kind of posted sporadically throughout so we can kind of watch what's going on. And all of a sudden, my phone starts lighting up, and Coach, coach uh, Jordan's like, hey, who's the kid who's running with blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, 
oh yeah, that's Aiden for Kelly. He's like, man, like he's running really comfortable. He looks good. He looks confident. Like he's really pumping the other guys up. That's just an example, folks, of when you walk into a program, you may not know exactly what's going on. You may not know exactly what to do and what the expectations are. But if you go in there and you're confident, you just do your best and you work hard, all of a sudden you become a leader. And like that's the guy that's been in our program just a few months who's really exuding what we like. So Aiden, we're really excited about what you're doing. Keep believing in yourself. Keep working hard in workouts. And uh, you could be a great contributor. And that leads right to our hashtag, refuse to lose. So Coach Griffin, Scott, who you got on your ICU so far? So on the guy's side, uh, who people are going to be saying later on this season, who the heck is this guy, is Will Connor. So Will didn't run cross country with us last season, came out for the track season, dedicated himself, got a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better as the season went on, did some good solid training this summer, and he is showing out early. So I think he's one of those guys that when the other coaches start checking out our results as the early season results uh, roll in, that they're going to be going, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's another good guy runner and we are deep with good guy runners at West Forsyth Cross Country. It's, it's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, we talked about our potential this season and uh, it's guys like that that walk in our program is going to make us amazing. So who else you got? Who's on your radar and has done just a great job this summer and ready to go this fall? Well, uh, and I'll, I'll say this uh, to you, Malia, that if somebody had asked me going into this season if uh, you were going to be top seven coming out of our time trial, I would have said no, not because I don't love you and don't think that you have all the potential in the world. It just caught me a little bit by surprise. And I'm, I'm happy watching the way that you uh, attack our practices. You look very committed. You look very serious about what you're doing. You look like you're not afraid and you're confident. And heck yeah, good job making top seven. Uh, welcome to varsity for your first I believe this is going to be your first varsity race running for West Forsyth cross country and our girls team hey we're no slackers we've been uh, sixth or better for five years in a row I guess it is so that's a pretty nice notch in your belt to make uh, varsity for West Forsyth cross country hashtag we're going to get that trophy this year let's go let's go big time big time you know Zach that's one of the things you talk about all that time somebody who commits themselves and you see that switch flip and they just become such a contributor to our team. Talk a little bit about how you see kids just progressing from season to season. I mean, I mean, like, well, I mean, like our shout out with Hannigan. Um, she did fall across last year, right? And so she's made decisions, and these are big decisions for some of these students because that was a big part of her life. And now um, she's not doing that. She's committed herself to this season. And every time I talk to her, I'm like, I tell her, like, hey, y'all are looking great this season. And she looks at me straight up and she goes, well, it's because we're going to get podium. And so yeah. having that mindset, having that attitude from the get-go is what we need. And um, good on you for that. Like, I'm excited. And these, all these girls are stepping up and really showing up. And the guys, too. Got Tyler Shea out here. He just bought a new pair of running shoes since, like, the eighth grade. <laughs> great job, man. Like, you know, it's, it's those little things that we've we've kind of moved on from and and we're uh, we're moving in the right direction. So, yeah. Yeah. Hashtag podium, ladies. Yeah. And, you know, it plays right into uh, a season's objective that we've talked about uh, with the team a couple of times here recently is that our vision 
for what success is going to look like for our season is if we roll into our area meet, and for those of you who are new to cross country, it's the last big race that most of the athletes on our team will race. We'll qualify out of there to our state meet, so there will be a handful on both the guys and the girls' side that will continue their season running at the state meet. But this is really what we point toward for the majority of our team. Um, at that race, we want our athletes to be able to walk up to that starting line being excited and confident. Like, you get nervous. Everybody's supposed to be nervous at the starting line. If you're not nervous, you don't care. Nervous is good. Nervous is good. But there's a difference between being afraid and confident, and we're already starting to see in our athletes that they are more confident than they've ever been. So that's awesome. That's part of our objective. And the other part is healthy. Because, again, if we take our entire squad to that line healthy, then we know we're going to run really, really good. And there's a bunch of things that we do in terms of the way we lay out our training program for the season, in the recommendations that we make to our athletes in terms of how they sleep and nutrition and lots of other things that feed towards this goal of getting them to the line healthy. And here's the deal. You show up at that line healthy, you're going to be a lot more confident. You know, we talk about that every season. You know, we showed up at the state meet last fall. We should, we're, we're getting a run on Saturdays now. If you don't know, our, our state meet's divided – Certain classifications run on Friday. Certain classifications run on Saturday. We show up on Friday to do our uh, shakeout run, and Coach Griffith and I, it's, it's always kind of a season recap when we walk around and talk to some of the guys and uh, some of the other coaches, whether it's a guy or a girl. And, uh, you know, we talk to them, and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so's banged up. And, you know, you see a kid, Zach, we'll see them get off the bus, and they're in a boot, and – you know, the last couple of years we walked over there and we're kind of like, uh, well, we have all our kids and uh, we're healthy. Yeah, that's awesome. So, for our so, guys, we wait for them to get hurt once the race starts. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's such a big thing. So the communication piece is big. You know, speaking of communication, talk to you real quick about practices uh, going forward. Uh, I know this last week we didn't have our buses that would take us from venues to the school Starting this week, on Mondays, we're at Saudi Mountain Park. That's so that we can be on grass, get them on very light surfaces like we'll race on. Um, there'll be a bus that shows up at 7.30. If you do not drive, there'll be a bus there to take you to school. I'll be on that bus with the kids. Yes, I'm 44 years old and still ride the yellow cheese wagon to school on Mondays and Wednesdays, but that's okay. Do they save a seat for you, Coach? And they give me the front seat. It's very nice. It's very nice. Of taken. Seat's taken. <laughs> so uh, on Mondays, we're at Sunny Mountain Park. Do not confuse that with where the mountain's at. No. We are off Watson Road. This is where the baseball fields are and the lacrosse fields are. So uh, make sure you're off Watson Road for that. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're at WFHS. We do our running there. We are usually in the afternoon on Tuesdays and in the morning on Thursdays. This week, though, we've already gotten emails from the GHSA and also Forsyth County Schools. We're under a heat advisory. We're looking at 96 degrees ambient temperature on Tuesday afternoon. But we, we cover something called wet bulb reading, which has to do with dew point, the temperature, and also um, the humidity. So... We're looking at a heat index being close to 120 degrees on Tuesday afternoon. So in an effort to get a quality run and for the safety of our runners, number one thing being the safety of our runners, um, we're going to go in the morning this Tuesday. So a little different schedule there. On Wednesdays, we're over at Fowler Park, right at the soccer park where we do our long runs on Saturday and where we ran all summer. 
Uh, remember, Mondays and Wednesdays are at 6 a.m. we got to be done in enough time to be able to catch that bus to West Versailles. So um, 6 a.m., Monday, Wednesday. And then on Friday, we'll always be at WFHS. We're even going to do, even though we're running Friday afternoon this week for a meet, we're going to do a practice Friday morning, just a little shakeout run, um, go over our race plan, make sure our athletes are ready. And then on a Saturday, we'll either have a long run or we'll be at a race this week. We'll have a long run, 7.30 a.m., Fowler Park. So that kind of covers what we'd see normally in a week. Let's talk about what happened this last week, Scott, the retreat recap. Yeah, so retreat's awesome. It's a great way to kick off our season. We have two primary objectives for retreat. One is to actually become a team in more than just name only and sharing the same uniform. We made a choice in our program to keep everybody together. So guys and girls, you know, varsity through incoming freshmen. A lot of other high school programs don't run it that way. Some of them, the guys and the girls, they run completely different meets. They run completely different practices. We don't do it that way. That's not our plan. Big example, St. Pius. Great program, but for years, their guys and girls programs have not been together. But it's just the way we choose to do things, and we're really successful. And when you've got a team that's that big, 90 athletes, and you've got six coaches, we need some time away from practice for the kids to get to know each other better, um, for guys and girls to get to know each other better, for seniors and freshmen to know each other better, and quite honestly, for six coaches to really get a chance to spend some one-on-one time for the kids. So we got that accomplished in spades at retreat. Feel great about that. The second objective is we go through sort of a dry run in our team time trial for what a race is all about. So even for the athletes who are coming back for their fifth or sixth cross-country season, you know, potentially they ran in middle school, you need to get back into the rhythm of what does race day feel like? What's the process and procedure that we go through on a race day to make sure that we're going to be as successful as we possibly can? And again, we handed that over to um, captains in individual little groups to lead. The coaches got out of the way. So, hey, look, this is you guys to learn our process and to go through it. And they were super successful. We weren't there to look over their shoulder and look at our watches and say, like, hey, hey, you should be doing your warm-up run. Hey, hey, you should be at the starting line. They, they passed that in spades. And, hey, you know, a big shout-out here to all you athletes who attended our retreat. We threw you a little bit of a curveball there. We got there just a little bit late, and we shortened up your warm-up. We did not have anybody, like, trying to put on shoes, trying to go to the bathroom. You're on the line early. You're doing your breakdowns. Zach, you talked about how you really enjoyed the process of how different kids really got into their groups and enjoyed the breakdown. But um, you guys handled that like a champ, and that will do nothing, nothing, nothing but lead to positive things in the future when we go to an actual race and things get shortened up and you know exactly what to do. So you're not stressed out, and you can show up at that line confident, which is part of one of our objectives. Hey, one last thing that I want to cover just real quick um, with our parents. So for those of you who haven't been around cross-country or those who potentially have, there's a thing that we do on game day. So from the time our athletes get off the bus until after their race is over and they have done a cool-down run with their team, we've got them going through very specific things. So we're going to ask them to basically follow our process and procedure. And, you know, I know you're going to want to talk to your kids. And right after they finish the race, you want to come over and see what's going on with them and be super excited for them. Please understand that we've told them that they have responsibilities that go from the time they get off the bus 
until after the cool down is over. So help us go along with that process and procedure. After the cool down run, you can say hello to them, congratulate them, have Aunt Myrtle come over and, and speak to them or whatever. But From West Virginia. Yes, from West Virginia. But anyway, just a, just kind of a deal to let you know. It's the same as any other sport, right? Like if you go watch West Forsyth's football team play, after the game's over, the athletes don't immediately disperse and go run up in the stands and say hello to grandma. They need to spend some time with their team. And, you know, that's the people, you, you know, the big reason there. That's the people that they succeed with. That's the people they sweat with every day. That's the people they work hard with. And that's the people they trust. You know, parents, we tell them all the time, do not run for your coaches. Do not run for your parents. At the end of the day, the people that they're in the trenches with, those are the people that mean the most. And sorry, parents. Sorry, you other coaches that are listening to this. <laughs> they're not going to remember so much as they're going to remember their friends. And the good times and sometimes the hard times they had together so uh yeah just give them time with their teammates they'll uh they'll appreciate that in the long run and parents as a coach i'm gonna make them appreciate you too because you're the ones that get them there and work hard every day and, and provide opportunities for them so scott one of the things we got last season and we'll cover at the end is you know if you have some sort of tip or way to make our podcast better to give that to us, and I'll give that email at the end for that. Um, we had a tip last year that always said, hey, how about you guys include a little bit of nutrition each week? So what do you got for us this week? Well, when the uh, the heat is 95 degrees and the humidity is way up, it is incredibly important that our athletes stay super hydrated. What does that mean specifically? Um, for most of our athletes, that means that they're supposed to be having like eight or ten full glasses of fluid on any given day. Um, and it should be not just water all the time. You're going to need something that replaces electrolytes. So it can be, um, you know, a sport drink like Gatorade or whatever it is that you guys keep around your household. It can even be fruit juice or something else. But you need something besides just water in your system. Pedialyte. Pedialyte's great. Pedialyte is really good. You got some old cases laying around from when you had a baby at home. <laughs> hey, here's the best thing about those Pedialytes. You know how we do these, like the, the icy pops at the end of uh, summer weeks and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, popsicle fries. Yeah, popsicle they've, they've fries. got Pedialyte popsicles now. So it's wow. just, you know. Oh, they make them? They make them, and there it's you amazing. Go. Buy some so of those for around your Go house. out there and, and buy some of those, and they'll do some magic. Hydrate, hydrate, hate, hydrate athletes. Hey, you know, we're, we're talking about things that parents can do to help kids. You know, uh, Miss Licati, who takes care of our team, sort of, she sets up all our trips. She sets up volunteers, things of that nature. She talked about the other day, she needs some snack volunteers. We have about 16 families who have signed up right now. We really need about 45. So if you can reach out to Miss Licati, and uh, it's just as simple as, Picking up some sort of fruit or healthy snack and dropping off at our tent on a Saturday morning, please get involved in your kids, you know, lives and athletic careers. And so if you can do that, if you don't know how to contact her, contact one of us, send it to our podcast email. We'll get you linked up with her, but we really do need some parents to check in on that. So speaking of parents, we're going to do a shout out. Zach, who you got this week? Oh, well, Sean Mulhall. That guy is, he's, he's committed. He's sometimes more committed than some of our athletes. He should be committed, <laughs> I think, yeah. Yes, so, so. so uh, uh, Zach and Scott showed up at my house a little bit ago, a little while ago, because we've been talking all things cross country, um, to do this podcast. 
and I had been in my driveway for about probably two hours with Sean Mohall, and uh, let's just say we probably lost about five pounds sweating in 90 plus degree heat. We worked on the tents just to make sure that they would pop up and go in place correctly. We had one that had been torn up a couple years ago. We had saved another one to the pieces and parts things. And Sean, you always give a lot of time to our team. This year, Sean's going to be dragging our team trailer around to um, venues and races. And athletes, when you show up in that tent set up and the ready tent that we use to set up, there's a group of parents along with Sean that show up every week and set those things up. But Sean gave a little extra effort today. <laughs> we sweated it out in my driveway, getting all the tents ready. Things that you guys just don't think about each week that you just, you go run the workouts that you're asked to run and you do the little biology experiment that we like to talk about where we, we give you the stressors and then you recover and you do the right things to your body, we hope, fingers crossed, correct? Correct there, Scott? Yep. So that, um, you know, when everybody has their little bit of peace in this thing, um, things come out good in the end. And just don't forget the job that, you know, our, our tent crew does so that you walk in on a Saturday and you're ready to go and things are in place. So, uh, Sean, thanks for all you do. We really appreciate you. Scott, uh, before we close this out, talk about our first meet preview because it's race week, baby. It is game day, baby. <laughs> All that hard work over the summer starts to pay off. So we kick off the year at the Battle of the Fairways um, over in Cobb County. Uh, the meet's hosted by uh, Creekview High School. It's a two-mile course that's actually on a golf course, which is pretty cool because most of our high school courses around the state of Georgia are not on golf courses. And if you do run at the next level collegiately, like a lot of them, maybe a majority of the races are going to be on golf courses. So this is a great opportunity for our kids to get a sense of what it feels like to run on those kinds of conditions. Great spectator coach, uh, course. So parents, come on out to this one. It's a two-loop, one-mile course, and you can see the majority of the race from standing in one spot. That's not how it usually works in cross country. Usually if you want to see the kids you got to take off and run around to go to different places if you want to see a lot. But this one's perfect. You can stand in one place. You can see the start. You can see them come by at the mile mark. And you can see them right there at the finish. And, you know, bring yourself a lawn chair. You're probably not going to be sitting in it for very long. You're going to want to stand <laughs> up and cheer for the kids. Um, two miles. So a, a kinder, gentler uh, introduction to cross country for a lot of people. The majority of our races during the season will be 5K. So just a little bit over three miles. This one's two, two miles. It's Friday afternoon, so it's liable to be hot. So that's awesome since uh, a little bit shorter, a shorter uh, course to get after. In terms of the competition, we're going to be looking pretty good. Um, we're at a point with our team this season to where in the three races that we're going to run in, the championship race that has seven athletes, the... Uh, varsity race, which we can put as many in as we want to. We're probably going to have seven to ten in that race. And then the junior varsity race, where the majority of the rest of our team will run. We're in pretty good shape from a team position in all six of those races to do remarkably well. Coming out of time trial, um, our gaps between our first runner and you know the rest of our top seven was smaller than it was last year. Our times were faster than they were last year on the same course. So we're looking to be in really good shape. Um, 
Watch out a little bit on the girls' side. There are going to be some teams like Hillgrove that have been training hard and have some really good athletes. Walton's going to be there. I'm not sure if they're running their entire crew or not, but uh, a good way for us to kick off the season. Two miles on a golf course. Parents come out and cheer on uh, West Forsyth as we get our season rolling. So we're pretty excited about that. Hey, uh, real quick, one thing that Coach uh, Tyler, Zach, pointed out to me. We use our first names here. Sorry, we used to calling each other coach and by their last name. Um, is the spirit gear, we had that set up with East Bay and we really wanted to be able to turn out a store that had all the logos on the gear. We're gonna have that here probably early this next week. So you order from East Bay, they'll take care of you. You pay them, they'll send it directly to you and uh, everything will be great there. So we can show up wearing the blue and gold and uh, going crazy cheering for our team. So, uh, yeah, that's about it for the week. Uh, last thoughts. Zach, you got anything on anything going on? Oh, yeah. So, speaking of practice, one thing that, you know, I've noticed, because now I get to actually kind of run with some of the uh, team a little bit on long days and just some practices, uh, take care of the little things. Like, go to the bathroom before the runs, not during. If you can. <laughs> um, so if Runner you can, problems. Yeah. It, it's one of those things. Like, we all understand. If you got to go, you got to go. But uh, if you can take care of it before, take care of it before. Hey, you know what, Coach Tyler, Zach, I want you to throw out one tip from Coach Nelson here on recovery. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, recovery. Um, the, uh, maybe you got some tight calves or, or, or maybe you have uh, some shin splints. Um, one thing that you can go and do is you can go to Walmart and uh, spend $20 on a little six-inch car buffer. Um, that does some uh, magic with your calves and other muscles if you need it. Like I know with the back, shoulders, um, thighs, whatever you need it for, that's, uh, it's a great way to just break up those muscles and get those knots out. So uh, I highly recommend it. I keep mine at uh, practice in the morning so after they're done running, they can come buff their calves out. A lot cheaper than a massage therapist who's well, going to charge you about 75 bucks for 45 minutes. Also, we have spent a little bit of money in the past on a couple of sets of Normatec boots. So athletes, if you need those for a recovery tool, please ask us. We will have those available for you. Um, that's not something we keep at school because there's a little higher price item than $20. <laughs> but um, we definitely uh, bought those for you to use. And it doesn't matter what level you're at. It'll make you a much better runner. So, Scott, you got any last thoughts on our podcast for the week? I'm just so fired up to get out to the golf course and let's uh, let's get this season rolling. I, I'm just impressed with the amount of work that our kids did this summer. You know, I was asked not long ago about how I felt about the time trial, time trial results. And just knowing that everybody put in the effort they put in, um, I'm excited about where we could go versus where we have been. And uh, we've got some fun things in store here for the next few weeks. Uh, I make no qualms about it. Cross country is my favorite sport. and Cross country is about to get started. So uh, much to look forward to over the next few months. Hey, if you want to follow our social accounts, we have Twitter. It's at WFHSCC. We put things out on that. Uh, our Instagram is WFHSXC. Um, we'll start pumping things out on that next Saturday. So if you're not able to make the meet, look for things on there. If you are able to make the meet, look for things on there because we like to post on that. 
Our Remind, if you're not in the Remind, you absolutely have to get in that. If you're an athlete, it's at WFHSXC1. If you're a parent, it's WFHSXC1P. Uh, real original there on naming that. Uh, a Remind put some limits on us this summer. You can only have so many kids in a class. And uh, we found a way around that. If you're listening and you're with Remind, please don't close the loophole on us. We'd like to keep doing that. Our podcast is called The Run. Subscribe and like, as Izzy would say. Uh, you can get this on podcast on your Apple iTunes. And then, um, yeah, we're going to have a good week. Uh, if you got any suggestions, look up our podcast email at wfhspodcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Let us know what we can improve on. We'd always like to make this show more uh, user-friendly, or if there's just something that we don't cover each week that you'd like to know, please uh, let us know what that is, and uh, hope to see you Friday at the Fairways of Canton as we open the 2019 season. Let's go.